Welcome to episode 28 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com. You can also find us on Twitter at tdrexplorer and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer. You can find me on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove, holding on to my big fluffy gelatoni. And here is the ever-wonderful Chris. Chris, tell us who you are. <laughs> well, I'm Chris, as Patricia already mentioned, and I am the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one that's always eating all the delicious cute adorable and delicious which i already said <laughs> food at the parks uh you can find me on twitter at burnin lover and welcome to our first episode of 2016 wow that's crazy it's a new year a new year i i know we we always say this every episode like oh my goodness i can't believe that we're on episode whatever but can you believe that we started this in 2014 and it's already 2016 that's I'm crazy. So, I love it. I'm so excited. Every year I'm excited. That is that is crazy. So much so much has happened in the last year, and we're going to be talking about that later on the show. So that's pretty cool. Good times. So what are we going to talk about today? Okay. Well, we, oh, we sorry. got... No, it's me. It's me. <laughs> it's you. I got it's this. You, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to have news. We have lots of news to cover. Lots of interesting news. And then we're going to talk about the crowd forecast. And, you know, as a little spoiler, it's the low season right now because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about Anna and Elsa's Frozen Fantasy, which is happening at Tokyo Disneyland. And we're also going to do our year in review. So everything that was noteworthy that happened at the resort in 2015, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101. And we're going to tell you what you should put in your bag when you go to the parks. What you should pack. So your life is easier when you're at the parks. And then we got our park tip. Park tips. And then we have our listener questions. And we're going to talk about um, who won all the Star Wars stuff that we're giving away. And then we're going to uh, briefly discuss what we're going to discuss on the next episode. <laughs> so we have lots to go over. So Patricia, do you want to start us off with the news? Sorry, now I know where I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> okay. That's okay. News. Plans for expansion are being reviewed. What does that mean? We don't know. Um, but, uh, it's, I guess it's, it's, uh, we don't know if there's going to be like, it's going to be pushed back or what, I guess it is, it is being pushed back, right? Well, 
yeah, I guess their review period, I'm doing air quotes here, about they're reviewing what they want to do for the expansion. Like it's, it was worded very weird, in my opinion, when I read the press release. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what they're doing. Hopefully it's a good thing. Like maybe they're going to add more. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it's like they, they were thinking, hey, this is going to be a huge deal at Disneyland because Disney Sea is not such a big deal, right? Because you have it like on the other side of the park and it's kind of isolated. But Disneyland, man, that is going to be kind of like an operational situation, isn't it? Yeah, like. With... It's a big area, and it's like a main area of the parks. So I wonder if that's kind of like one of the things that they're that's... looking at. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're a little concerned as to what what it's going to do to the park. Yeah, like, I'm concerned. Who, who knows? Because you know, like we don't know the details yet because they haven't said anything. But it looks like they're going to be moving. It's a small world. Like oh my that God. is like that is not a small thing to do. Chris... Even though even though it is a small world. Chris, what if they're what if they're thinking of bringing Star Wars land here or some Star Wars attraction? Well, if they do, I know we will probably do it better. <laughs> I hope if, so. I don't if know. If I'm being, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Like That was actually something I talked about when they first um, announced the Star Wars stuff at the U.S. parks, saying how it would be kind of interesting if they actually brought it here. So... Maybe, yeah, maybe that's something they're looking at. Who knows? They could have like an attraction where they sell R2-D2 popcorn buckets. <laughs> where, you, where the wait time is five hours. It's five hours and they make money with every customer. It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they can I have Darth Vader selling it. So like the, it, it'll be like a greeting mixed with sales. I see someone's a little still upset about. I'm popcorn not upset bucket. about it. I'm not. You know, I'm not upset about. It. I'm upset with the re, that with the resellers that you see people walking with these ginormous bags filled with popcorn buckets. And by the way, we saw a similar situation. It's like companies don't learn because we saw a similar situation over the New Year's, not with Disney, but with Starbucks. Right? I'm sure you heard about it on the news, right? With the oh, lucky bags? Yeah, down in Futo Tamagawa, I think it was. What's up? Oh my gosh. And can you imagine that you're in that line for the stupid Starbucks like coffee lucky bag? And the guy who's in front, or, or woman, I don't know. It could have been a woman, knows that they're going to buy all the lucky bags. And they don't even tell the people behind them in line. That's, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Seriously. Oh, Seriously. and I... I guess for people who don't know what lucky bags are, lucky bags are something that Japan does for the new year. So a lot of the major stores will sell these lucky bags that has random merchandise in it that you don't know what's in it until you buy it. And they come in different, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Different denominations. So like $30, $60, et cetera, et cetera. And, you're, and you are guaranteed to get at least that amount in the bag but usually you get more yeah. so hence lucky bag so starbucks was selling these and um you can get like coffee mugs you know whatever in those bags so they they're a pretty big thing here in japan over the new year so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've seen that situation. And, you know, they have the Duffy stuff, like, pretty, you know, pretty much on, on like, lockdown now. You know, it, I, of course, there's still resellers, obviously. But they limit it. Like, look, you can buy this many. And they scan your ticket. So you can only go into the store, like, once a day when during the initial release. You know. And I'm sure, I don't think they knew I mean, I knew they knew it was going to sell, but I don't think they knew how out of hand it was going to be, you know, but you could have limited it or at least once you notice things were out of control, go, oh, hey, maybe we should limit it from now, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of people walking around with those R2-D2 buckets. I don't know where they are. Like I've seen maybe one or two people, but I haven't seen that many. I see them. Do you? Well, I yeah. guess you. Maybe you're looking for them because you're still upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I brought out my my retro Star Wars bucket <laughs> from Just when Star Wars opened. You know, <laughs> I'm like, well, this one's cool too. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so uh, okay, we're gonna move that. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, also talking about like expanding and uh, renewals. We have the new uh, Celebration Hotels, which are opening in March, and now you can make reservations for them. Oh, it's opening in June, but the... Oh, sorry. There's two. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> you can book starting in March? March 2nd, you can start uh, booking for June at the Celebration Hotel at That's Tokyo like the Disney. Fantasyland-themed one, right? Yes. And then the, the other one is going to open later, the Adventure... Yeah, the Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel Wish building okay yeah so starting march 2nd you can start booking your reservation at the tokyo disney resort reserve reservation center and you also have to put down a uh yen deposit on it as well which is roughly interesting that's what about 130 dollars american i want to say something like that something like that yeah so I mean, like compa- to compared deposit. to the U.S. hotels, it's not like a big down payment because in the U.S. you always put a down payment, right? Mm-hmm. I guess because it's new, right? Because in the the hotels here, I I don't think we've ever put a down tape uh, down payment before. They probably just want to limit people from just booking them and then not using it, and then True. down the road. And rooms are starting at twenty three thousand yen, which is about I want to say about two hundred and ten dollars a night. I think it's reasonable. Yeah, so it's definitely the cheapest out of all the official hotels. If so you want a cheap early entry. Yeah. Don't miss that bus going from the station because then you'll have to take a taxi because it is it's quite a distance from the station. I mean it's not super far, but it's far enough that like it's not like walking from like the station to Disney Sea. It's quite a walk. So buyer beware. Be careful with that. So that's the only thing I'm kind of concerned with, that people might not realize that because it's a Disney hotel. I think this is the first one that, you know, this is the first one that they built that's significantly far away from the property. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, we'll see what happens because I I biked by there this weekend, you know, because we went to the park and um, there's nothing going on. There's no construction. I think they're still open. They have guests staying there. So I don't know if they're doing the guest rooms like in batches or whatever. The uh, The exterior is completely unchanged. The lobby, I'm guessing they have not even started on that yet. So 
we'll see what they actually do. I'm 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 keeping like a hope up for it because I want them to be nice because it's in the neighborhood. You know, it's a good place to, to go on the weekends or something. Maybe to, to go to a restaurant if they have restaurants there. I don't know. So we'll see what goes on with that. But I hope I hope it looks nice. I hope they do something. You I know? hope so too. I hope so. But I guess time will tell. We'll find out in June. Yeah. <laughs> and the garden plans look really cool. And the lobby plans. I love the lobby plans for like the adventure side of it. The, you said it's Wish? Yeah. That one looks really cool. So I hope it, it looks, you know, like in the picture. It doesn't look like slapdash. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Oh, and also of note, um, it also mentions that the major travel agencies are accepting reservations for the hotel starting in mid-January. Mm-hmm. And this differs between travel agents. But when they mention this, I'm pretty sure they mean Japanese travel agencies. So if oh, you're yeah. outside of... If you're outside of Japan, it's probably not going to apply to you. But if you're living in Japan and you have a travel agent, then make sure you go see them if you want to book earlier. But, you know, like I'm guessing Canada too, right? But like in the U.S., there's HIS, which is like a Japanese mm. travel yeah. company. And it's hard, so yeah, you it's might hard be to able say. to book through them, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say because it doesn't, it doesn't mention here which travel agencies. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you have a know of a japanese owned travel agency in your area check it out i guess (laughs) and let us know (laughs) all right um and what else is going on um where should we start with gelatoni yeah let's start with gelatoni oh my god because he's adorable (laughs) we love gelatoni here we do if you haven't noticed it's ridiculous oh my gosh sorry i'm sorry gelatoni haters it's okay we'll finish the news quickly but oh my gosh i love him he's ridiculous um, we saw him today, actually. We did. I mean, we didn't like, like you know, we didn't meet him in like you know in person. Like we didn't get to hug him or anything. But <laughs> we saw him in the. They had the previews at um, Disneyland and at Disney Sea for the winter events, and he is really cute, like really energetic, you know, like a cat should be, and um, he's so cute. Oh, Chris, I can't take it. He is pretty adorable. And yeah, he he made his de- debut today in Come Join Your Friends, which is a limited time show at Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. It's running from now until I want to say I think it's April in beginning of April, just before the starting of the 15th anniversary at Disney Sea. There is also like a Twitter preview, so there was a lot of really cute gelatoni greeting photos uh for the twitter users that got to um have a special uh meeting with him today it looks so great so i can't wait to meet him in person and um also in the shops uh this week i don't i forgot what day it was but um they released a big size gelatoni and he's so fluffy and soft oh my gosh huge he's huge he's huge and he costs what what was it ichimon which or sorry, ten thousand yen. Yeah. Which is about, I want to say ninety dollars American, roughly. One hundred ninety something like that. It goes up, it yeah. goes down. Yeah. It's always so. changing. So around around that number, you know, give or so take. Somewhere around there. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's a little pricey. We but received him as a gift the other day, so we were, we were jumping up and down for joy. We're like, oh, this is a surprise! Yay! So, uh, the child brought both his gelatonis today to the gelatoni show 
<laughs> I know it's not called the Gelatoni Show. We'll talk about it a little later. Um, in the oh, we'll talk about it next podcast actually. Next podcast. Oh, yeah. okay. So keep it in mind. It's not the Gelatoni Show. It's come join your friends. Come join your friends. Okay. Yes. Anyway, ridiculous. Uh, but if you're a Gelatoni fan, it's a good time. It's a good time to uh, love that adorable kitty. In other news. Uh, at Xperi, actually, uh, we have. I just heard this today. I am super bummed because this is like one of my like favorite go to places for like something light at the at the shopping center, and it's been around for fifteen years since Xperi opened. Okay, so oh, it's such a bummer. But the um, the little bakery and it was super popular too. Pieria is closed. Um, one by one, it looks like they're closing off all the original shops that Xperia used to have so they can use the rental space to a shop which will eventually close, like Sembikia, which also just recently closed, which is only there for a very short time, like most of the shops that Xperia are. But, um, so goodbye, 15 years to <laughs> Pieria, which was adorable, adorable cakes, uh, great little bread and snacks, great little coffee, so that's gone. And uh, it will be replaced many, many times in that space. So we'll see what, what different businesses take their place. Um, hopefully, Rody's house stays. I know uh, I know it's, it's doing, it's successful as well. Uh, and it's also <laughs> original to Xperi. So we'll see if it stays or not. It's, it, it's won international awards. So let's hope that one stays. Um, in other news, another kind of bummer, kind of interesting, kind of, it's kind of weird. So um, in other news, uh, the customer satisfaction rating done by, oh, I thought I wrote it down here. Oh, the Japanese Customer Satisfaction Index. So it's kind of interesting. So the Japanese Customer Satisfaction Index every year does like, um, like a rating, of course, of customer satisfaction of different companies in Japan. And the top five are pretty stable, like year after year after year, the top five in general, customer satisfaction stay the same. Entertainment also pretty much stays the same because entertainment is a, a much smaller pool. So um, in the entertainment only index, uh, Tokyo Disney Resort stayed around the same because there's not a lot of companies competing. In the general satisfaction index, we saw a really surprising drop, um, dropping from number two to number 11. So out of the top 10, in the Japanese customer satisfaction index is really weird. I don't know what caused the drop, maybe price increase. I have no idea because I don't think it's changed that much, to be honest, from last year and this year. What do you think, Chris? It's <sighs> really not, weird. It's like a it's, huge it's, drop, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what their criteria is exactly how they measure this yeah and there's a bunch of different companies doing that you yeah know, this so, was in the news recently so like for me well i've been going to the resort for th over three years now and i haven't really experienced any like decrease in customer satisfaction but for me i'm not very picky i guess and i'm kind of keep to myself most of the time so i don't notice a lot of things like maybe there's things that have gone down a little bit and I just haven't noticed I mean, at there all. is. There is. There's definitely... And, you know, I think any company has ups and downs. Yeah. Like, yeah, look yeah, at happens. California. Look at Disney World. They've had their times when they go down and then they kind of go up again. And that's, I think, normal. And and for sure, 
you you've seen entertainment cuts you've seen uh definitely staffing issues you've seen mm. price increases fine but i don't think it's like i don't think it's enough to warrant like a really like over over many years like if you compare it to like five years ago even then yeah it's a pretty big it's a pretty huge change but if you compare it like last year and this year I don't think it's enough to warrant like a huge drop because it's it's pretty much been consistently like a really gradual tiny changes you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's that's to me like just the, the speed is kind of fast with the way it dropped a little jarring yeah and I guess like here too in, in Japan in general uh, consumers are very um, I don't want to say picky. That's not a good word to use. No, but people They're are very, picky. They're very uh, particular. People are very particular on how things should be done. And if yeah. it changes, then that usually leaves a sour taste in people's mouths. So maybe it, maybe it was something to do with that. I don't know. I think word of mouth can really change perception quickly. Whether yeah. it's good. Like it, you can see it working both ways. If it's like really good then all of a sudden it spreads like wildfire. Like, oh, this is popular or this is amazing. And then you see people like rush to it. And then if yeah. it's like the opposite, then you'll see like, boom, like all of a sudden it's off the map. It's not popular anymore. Yeah, but- especially especially on social media. Like Twitter is kind of crazy here. Like if something takes off on Twitter, it takes off. Yeah, if like, it's on the TV things, or whatever, you know. Like things get retweeted thousands of times, you know, like, it's just it's crazy how that kind of works here (laughs) um but yeah like you said like that sharp drop that's kind of (laughs) harsh to be quite honest and like in this past year i've noticed they've they've kind of upped their foreign language support in the parks well because they they need to like that's all over the country you know because that's who's spending money right now we have a lot of people coming from overseas from china in other many uh, many other countries and they're they're the ones spending the money so you see in ginza you see all over japan right now so it, that's that's a necessity i think yeah yeah <laughs> so much so that we actually have a word in japan for uh people who come from overseas that spend a lot of money here have you heard the I word i haven't heard the word it's it's a uh, bakugai what is that which means i guess like the, the literal translations like a person who buys in a frenzy Oh, so it so it it's a word that's very popular in Japan because it, it was on one of the TV shows that ranks like all the popular words in the past mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. And that was the number one Bakugai. And it it kind of relates to people coming from overseas that just buy a ton of stuff. Yeah. So like mainly stuff from like pharmacies and electronics. But, you know, that kind of but it it kind of applies everywhere you see it in the cosmetic stores too like if you go oh, yeah. early in the morning to like mitsukoshi or something they'll have these huge like lines and it's like all um international tourists so it's, it's really interesting it yeah it really is so hopefully when this comes out next time we're not at number 11 we maybe go up a couple notches i not mean down. who knows i'm sure it'll i'm sure it's it's kind of like natural for any company there's ups and downs you yeah. know so we'll, you know, the it, companies adjust. Uh, if you're interested in who is the number one and the number two right now, uh, Geki Danshki 
is number one, which let me tell you, I recently went to a production of the Nutcracker by them and they really are fantastic. And uh, Takarazuka is number two. And those have always kind of been in the one, two, three position, kind of battling with Tokyo Disney Resort. So um, hopefully Tokyo Disney Resort will join its friends again, you know, and because um, they are, those companies are also really good. They really do have a really good customer service if, you, if you've ever been to either of those productions. Takarazuka is also, I don't know if you've been to them before, Chris, super, super interesting. Um, no, it's I like haven't. an all women um, production, like stage show. Oh, is it? I think I've seen it advertised where like the women are also men as well in the shows. Is yeah. that what I'm I've, thinking of? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. I love it. My, my friend is a huge fan, so I might be going pretty soon um, to accompany her because it, it really is a really great production and the customer service is fantastic. So, okay. So we're done with uh, the kind of like downer news and we got some kind of fun news coming up right now. Uh, if you are in the parks right now for like the next month or so, uh, you have this kind of like a special opportunity. I don't know if you've seen this, Chris, but you can get like, you know, when you buy the souvenir photos, when you go on an attraction like Splash Mountain or Tower of Terror, Indiana Jones or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. So you get that picture, but right now you can get like a bonus picture that comes with it, which is of oh. like your favorite characters. So it could be Donald and Goofy or Mickey and Minnie or Pluto or and some Goofy, I think. One of those characters. So um, that is with Splash Mountain, Tower of Terror, and Indiana Jones. If you want to get the Indiana Jones one, um, maybe by the time this podcast is out, your chance will be over because that one was a really short time that it's available because it's going to go under rehab. But um, the other ones, Splash and Tower, should still be okay. So that's kind of like a fun thing that they're doing. I love when they give like those little kind of like surprise bonuses, you know? Yeah, it's a, one of those nice little touches that kind of takes you by surprise like oh well that's kind of cool okay yeah it's kind of like a fun thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then another really fun thing especially if you are a student uh and this is for any kind of student you can be like a student in elementary school junior high university uh technical school like any kind of school an art school something like that you can get your campus days uh discount which is is it started is it coming up um, I think it starts right away here. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what's going on with that. Um, the students are coming, guys. Okay. <laughs> They're coming. They're going to have so much fun. They're going to be a little noisy. That's okay. You were young too once. So you remember those times. And they're going to wear cute matching outfits. going to be like a really fun atmosphere at the parks. But those lines are going to get long. So here's what you do. Go now. Go now because all those kids are still taking their exams, okay? They're taking their exams and they're busy studying and they can't come to Disney right now, okay? So go as soon as possible while we're still in the low, low season, okay? Those kids are studying. Um, so that's my pre-tip of the week, tip of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Really really quick question about the, the discount. Yeah. Um, does that apply? Like, do you have to be a student in Japan or can that be a student anywhere? Anywhere. As long as you so, have like a student ID, I think. So if I went to, let's say, uni- I was going to university in Canada yeah. and I came, come over, I have my student ID. I can show them when I buy my ticket and I can get a, the discount. Yeah, I think so. I think I think I might have like when I was younger, I might have used my ticket. 
My, <laughs> Perfect. I, yeah. Well, that works then. Absolutely. It's always nice to get a discount. Everyone loves that. I know. How fun is that? So um, I think you put the information on the website every year. So uh, I'm sure you, you probably already have it up. But yeah, go check it out, guys. Super, super awesome. Super fun. Cute goods. Okay. And now, oh my gosh, it's everybody's favorite segment. The crowd forecast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making it sound so Why do we say that every time? Like, is it really that popular? I really don't know. I think I just assumed. And maybe everyone's just like, oh, again, come on. (laughs) They're like, why why do they get so excited about this? (laughs) I like to know when it's going to be busy so I can plan accordingly. Yeah. So... Okay, so for the crowd forecast, we get our information from tdrnavi.jp. It's a very nifty calendar that goes six months in advance. That gives you the crowd prediction calendar. So you can kind of tell when it's going to be busy, when it's not going to be busy, when it's going to be kind of busy, but not. Anyway, they have it in Japanese, but they also have it in English. So go check it out and... uh, check when you're coming to visit and see how busy it's going to be or have it help you decide when to come so january as we already mentioned before we're getting into our low season kids are writing exams everyone is done with their holidays from new year's people are just going to be at work at school not wanting to go anywhere because it's cold as well it's cold it was cold tonight at the parks getting (laughs) cold man the first time Elsa comes out, and that's the first time it almost feels like winter, right? That's very true. I wonder if it's, that's just the placebo effect. Because <laughs> it's been... Okay, guys, let me tell you, this year, if you're coming early January, good choice, because it has been unseasonably warm. In fact, Oddly we've even enough. seen plum blossoms starting to <sighs> bloom. Like a whole like month or two early. So that's not good. Yeah, good good weather. Not good for the ski resorts, but good for no. coming to Tokyo Disney Resort. <laughs> okay, so for the month of January at both parks, Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, during the week, it's going to be relatively quiet. Um it's going to be like hovering around 50 to be quite honest. So that's like 50 out of 100. So like 50%, I guess is if that's how you want to look at it. So it's not going to be very, very busy. And then on the weekends, we're not even going to get close to hitting capacity. And they're sitting around about 75 out of 100 for both parks. And then near the end of January, it gets really quiet. Like one day, uh, we're looking at around 20 out of 100. I love those days. That's pretty quiet. But also on top of that, the parks do close earlier. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check the operations calendar because it's different for different days. So I'm not going to bother going through all of them because they range so much. So just go to the official website and go onto the English section and you can see the times that they close. As an example, this week, um, Tokyo Disneyland was closing at 7 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's is, normal. Yeah, which is three hours earlier than when it normally closes, which is 10 p.m. Yeah. So just make sure you take note of that before you go to the park so you don't end up miscalculating, you know, what you're getting to do at the parks. Don't buy in after six pass. 
yeah not worth it <laughs> actually i don't think they'll they would sell them to you would they i don't know i think they might I, Ooh, that'd be bad if they did i don't think but I'm i sure hope they tell don't. you i think they would tell you that oh hey you yeah. only have an hour or two i think they tell you I guess, yeah i guess i guess they would have to sell it to you if they're supposed to but they would probably tell you uh you only get an hour so probably shouldn't but maybe yeah. maybe some people buy they're like ah, oh, an hour that's fine i can do so much <laughs> and and you can do a lot like don't get me wrong like on these days it's really great because even though you see that early close time and you're like oh my gosh it's so early i can't do anything but you can do so much like you don't even have to wait for the parade you can just walk up leisurely and still have like first row and still see the parade so super duper awesome for that you can do so many attractions great great time to visit especially since the weather has been pretty warm lately it's getting chilly it's starting to get chilly so watch out but not bad not bad at all not bad okay so speaking of cold (laughs) we have anna and elsa's frozen fantasy which started up again at tokyo disneyland oh my gosh you guys we have okay okay so we got to talk about this frozen fantasy this year is not the frozen fantasy of last year it's better in my way opinion. better it's an actual event okay so last year we had and it was so crazy because it was super super popular it was insanity it was a little greeting you know and it was it was really cute and really fun for what it was which was a greeting but this year we have a full parade and like I, an actual full full-on parade that we should have had last year <laughs> i mean we're well, getting it this they, year they advertise because think about it because remember this is a slow season so mm-hmm. you know other than like really like really big castle shows like cinderella bration you don't always have like a big event at this time you know so it's kind of nice that they're bringing back an event we have a parade again which is nice um like really great each float has its own little story, as it should be. The costumes are all different for each float. And and the characters are real. We had a lot of character debuts, too, which is really cool. Yeah, we had um, Hans, one yeah. of the villains. Uh, Kristoff was also there. And then we had the trolls show up. Well, I guess they're just part of the, the float. No, I think the top one is a is a... Like person a, or a, well some someone you know, in a costume a, a, a yeah mo- oh, troll <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um and hello of, most oh. important character debut of all which one's that olaf's dancing seagulls oh yes <laughs> they're amazing they were pretty cute i love it oh my and gosh. then we had uh the snow geese were everywhere as well with olaf they're hit my son got such a huge kick finding them hidden yeah i didn't i didn't realize that they're actually hidden around the park and so after he mentioned that i was walking around i'm like oh there's one oh there's one oh there's another one geez they're everywhere (laughs) it's like one of those little details that kids always catch on to and adults sometimes they don't catch it so it's really nice that they when they do those little tiny details like that that's so disney isn't it i found um I found some snow geese in Western land. They were sitting on one of the merchandise carts. Aww. There, there was two of them there. And then when I was walking to Adventureland, you know the waterfall? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's one little snow geese sitting at the top of the waterfall. 
We got to have like a guide to finding snow geese or something. <laughs> and then there's actually a totem pole of them in Adventureland cuz you know there's the one spot with the the totem or totem poles or whatever they are. I'm not too sure what they are exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's about I don't know, 10 of them all stacked on each other. Oh my god. That's gosh. pretty cute. And the pile, the mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all the decorations, like we have um, the decorations at the front. So like as soon as you walk in, you have the, the nice frozen fantasy display where the uh, flowers usually are. Yeah. And then we have the, you know, of course, we have the banner at the entrance. It says Tokyo Disneyland and it also says frozen fantasy. That's always nice. And then in the World uh, Bazaar... We have the big crystal in the middle, which is also they they kind of changed it up this year a little bit. They, they added kind of majorly. A, they added the sparkles or whatever you want to call it on it, and has music and stuff now, which is actually really nice. It's amazing. It's like the movie, you know, like so. It it's it it, and it happens like randomly, and it does like different variations. But like it does like something will it'll start like sparkling. You hear the little like like you know the sparkle like the Disney bring sound and it it goes up the pillars up to the chandelier in the middle and it all lights up and sparkles and it's so so beautiful it's really good improvement this year like like a plus good job guys so Mm -hmm. so wonderful like what a surprise what a pleasant surprise it's amazing and then going into the hub area uh, just like you mentioned, there's a mountain of snogies <laughs> in one area where Olaf is sitting on top of them. Just they're so just, cute. They're just kind of hanging out there. And then on the other side, we have Sven, and he's pulling a sleigh. <laughs> Aww. Which is, you know, it's it's cute. And then right in the middle, instead of ha- <laughs> Every time I, I see, like, um, uh, stuff in the middle now... I always think of the little lonely elf from Christmas that's always there by himself. So I kind of <laughs> thought they were going to do something similar for, for the Anna and Elsa's Frozen Fantasy. Thankfully, I was wrong, and it's all trolls. Oh, I heard those are actually kind of cute. They are. They're really cute. And because today was um, uh, the uh, previews for everything, the... You could smell the moss. Like, it was really fresh. So it kind of gave that layer of, I don't know, authenticity to it, I guess. Oh, that's neat, you know. <laughs> it was really cool. It's really nice. Like, it's kind of subtle because, honestly, I missed it the first time because I walked by it and I just kind of looked over. I'm like, oh, they didn't really do anything. Okay, whatever. And I walked away. But then after I watched the greeting, I turned around. I'm like, wait a minute. No, there's trolls there. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't notice that. <laughs> they were hiding from you before. Probably. Yeah. They showed themselves to you. They're like, hey, we're here, Chris. Come take a picture. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Um, so going... should we should we talk about the parade? Like actually like float by float? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. That's that's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was um, uh, or Anna and Kristoff. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. They're riding on Kristoff's sleigh, which is filled with carrots. 
And ahead sure. of them, oh, I, okay. So can we talk about the opening before we even get to the float? I sure. love that they had the Disneyland band in the parade. I love it that they brought them back. And you have that live music for a little bit, right? You have the Disneyland parade kind of like, uh, so you have first, okay, before before the Disneyland band, you have the, the flag waving guys. And they look super cool in their Arendelle uniforms. And they're like doing the little flags around. And then you be, behind them, you have the Disneyland band. So you have, and they look really good in their Arendelle costumes as well. So I love that. I love whenever they put live music in the parade, it always kind of like bumps it up a notch for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Then we have, what, the girls with a maypole. Right. Right? Yep. And that's so pretty. And they, they do a section in the parade during the show stop where they dance around the maypole with all the ribbons, which is really nice. And then we get to the float, right? Yeah, yeah. The float is, is Anna really and great. And so the front of the float is Anna and Kristoff. But if you look at the back of the float, and they did this for a bunch of the floats. There's always like a little surprise in the back. Um, you have, uh, oh, what is his name? The guy in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> sauna guy. Uh, I don't remember his name. The guy goes, hoo-hoo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I, have, I, have, I wrote it down earlier. Okay. Just one second. Um, 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 Oaken. Oaken! That's right, Oaken's trading post. Hello! Yeah. yeah. So he's so cute. He's like peeking out from the sauna, <laughs> you know? Um, I think he may have had a voice. I don't remember exactly, but he might have said something. He did. I he think he did. By. I think he said did the hoo hoo. <laughs> 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 so he was there. Uh, not a character, but part of this float. But yeah, still just, great, you know, great little, the, 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 I love that a bunch of the floats have that kind of little surprise in the back. So you, you could get like a, you have to watch it from different points in the parade to kind of like enjoy like the many different yeah. uh, sections, right? Um, what was after that, Chris? I'm cheating and I'm bringing up the video that I uploaded. Bring up the video. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, how could you? Okay, this part was cool. How can you not remember? We had these badass acrobatic. Can I say that word on the podcast? Don't worry. Okay. So these really cool acrobatic oh. um, guys. They had like the, the ice guys. Ice farmers or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. So they're like jumping around, doing somersaults and like backflips and stuff like that. Yeah. Like actual backflips. Oh, yeah. They're like, woo, they're going. You know, so there's a lot of action going on. And then um, behind those guys, you have some other ice guys that are pushing you know, the ice, not everybody can be acrobats. So they're, you know, they're doing their job that they're supposed to do so they can get paid pushing that ice. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's really cool. And, and of course, um, those different uh, props that people are, are pushing, the snow will come out uh, during the show stop and there'll be snow everywhere, you know. Yeah. And um, behind them is the another float, float number two, which is the Trolls. Which is really nice. Yeah. Very, very green. <laughs> I was surprised. I'm like, wow. And you got like uh, some, some, what is it? Like smoke coming out of the top where the top troll is. I don't know what was going on there because we were, um, we were in the Anna section, but it looked pretty cool. So something must have been going on during the showstop section. So I want, uh, let me tell you, I want to go to this parade several times to see everything that happens in the different areas because it looks like different stuff is going on. Um, during the show stop in different parts of the parade, which is really fun, yeah. you know. And and the uh, the dancers for the troll float 
Oh my gosh. Their their costumes are made like they made they look like they're made out of moss, which is actually pretty cool. It's really pretty. Yeah, they are. Like it's like the tops are dark green and then the bottoms are like a lighter green. It just works. It's a really vivid green, beautiful. You know. Yeah. Whoever is in charge of making these costumes is doing a fantastic job. Like these are really well done. Especially for like a, a seasonal parade that's not going to be around for very long. I mean, this is like a return to like what the standard should be or has always yeah. kind of like, oh, except that we don't have castle shows anymore. But, you know, for like a, a parade, a seasonal parade, this is what the standard has been, except that they used to do it every year different. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just repeat it for a few years. So it's good. It's a big jump from the greeting. And it's kind of like bringing it back to the standard that, you know, people are used to. Right. Yeah. So that's really good to see. Um, after that, what was the next float? Olaf. Yep. Right? So we have uh, cute little Olaf girls pushing little snowmen. And Olaf's yep. float is half winter, half summer. Because <laughs> yeah. that's Olaf's style. You know? Oh, Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on top of the snow pile. And then, but in the back... It's beach and water and umbrellas and then the seagulls. The seagulls! <laughs> They're amazing. I love the seagulls. Ah, oh, it's ridiculous. I want to see them dance during the show stop. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. <laughs> you know? Oh, ridiculous. I love it's one of those. It's one of those nice touches that they, you know... Like, for this parade, they easily could have just taken the easy way out and not included anything from the uh, from the uh, short or anything like that. And they could have just done kind of what they did last year, but, you know, add a couple floats and call it a day. But no, they, they really went all out, in my opinion. Maybe I'm overexcited, but I had really, really low expectations for this parade. It, I My expectations were exactly what you said, that maybe they would add a couple of floats. You know, and there would be a bunch of walk around characters and it would be like an extended greeting ish parade. But they actually did a real parade. So I am over the moon. I'm super duper happy. I love it. I love it. So after Olaf, what what was after Olaf? The star of the show. Oh, the star of the show. Of course. (laughs) And who is that, Chris? Hans? No, Elsa. 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 Okay. Elsa. <laughs> Elsa. And she looked uh, beautiful. Okay. The Anne and the Elsa they had today, gorgeous. They were so beautiful. Everybody was gorgeous. The guys too. Kristoff looked super cool. The ladies looked beautiful. They picked really, really pretty people for, for the, I guess because it's press day. But you don't know. Sometimes press day, they don't pick the cutest people. So, oh, the, everybody looked gorgeous. It was wonderful. But Elsa in particular. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, and the uh, dancers that come before her float, uh, the dresses that the the women were wearing were really nice. And I liked that they had snowflakes on their backs, oh, which were yeah. supposed to kind of represent, I guess, wings of some sort. But they're just big snowflakes, which is actually kind of cool. They're beautiful. You know, the costumes were like so imaginative and so fun. Of course, still keeping those design ties to the the movie right those Arendelle 
designs but they would also go off in their own kind of like really creative directions like you said the snowflakes the the moss costumes you know really really lovely mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny though like i kind of felt bad for elsa because it was kind of cold it's okay chris and the cold she doesn't wasn't... bother her anyway <laughs> well the poor girl it doesn't look like she's wearing much to begin with, so you know, she must have been cold up there because I'm sure it was somewhat windy, windier than where we were standing. I'm sure it's it's gonna get windy, but she has a she has a winter costume for when the temperature uh, drops. Yeah, so. I guess maybe too because this was the previews that they wanted her to look perfect. So they might have just said, suck it up. <laughs> no, but it was today was fairly like before the evening time, it was fairly warm and she's moving yeah. or she must get hot because think about it because they have to be constantly moving. Right. Yeah. So that's true. It's it's. I think she's good. I think today she was good. It's going to get colder and then it's going to be a little tough, but I think she was good today. Probably. Elsa, if you're listening, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it cold? Was it cold? Did it bother you? No. Uh, okay, and then after the uh, Elsa float, we have the marshmallow. Um, marshmallow. We had a giant marshmallow, not a marshmallow. You know, Olaf's brother, marshmallow. Yep. And behind marshmallow, another character debut. We had Hans, and I was like wondering how are they gonna introduce this guy? Because I knew that they were gonna include the music like last year. Right, and I'm like, well, how are they gonna? How are they gonna have him? Like, is he part of? Like, is this kind of like, like he's part of like the before he was bad or what? I don't understand what's going on. What? How are they gonna introduce him? But it was really clever. So they had Hans behind Marshmallow in this like ice prison, right? And then mm-hmm. behind him, escor- escorting uh, behind the float, these uh, these guards with like spears, keeping me yeah. in line, you know. That was very creative. It's like really, it's really cute, and he is like a, the expressions that character has. It's so funny because he has irritation with the guards. He's trying to be charming, but he's kind of like also being annoyed, and so he has a lot of uh, facial expressions, which is really fun to see. So I thought that was so clever the way they did it. Hmm. And actually, that's the float that closes out the parade. Yep. And then we're done. And then we're done. You know, um, like we said, there's a show stop. So you might want to ask the cast member, hey, what floats are where? Because we went to the area where usually Mickey is. And I'm like, well, it's a frozen parade. So who's going to be the center? Let me ask. You know, so I went and it was the trolls and Olaf kind of like around that area. And I'm like, well, who's ahead of them? And then they're like, Anna. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And Elsa's all the way down there. I'm like, all right, well, we're in this area already. Let's go to Toontown. Because another tip, tip of the podcast part two, um, Toontown. And I think we've said this before. um, Right where all those trees are growing outside of Winnie the Pooh, there's nobody in that area. So um, the characters will all face only one side during the parade. So great place for pictures. Um, and and uh, that was the case today. Luckily, because it was previews, um, because uh, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of people, which is which is good. Uh, so that area was was um, really nice. Uh, you could take the position really easily before the parade. I think we only waited what like an hour. 
Yeah, not even an hour. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Was good. You know? And I was I was like I was a little nervous. I'm like, hey, why isn't there anybody here? And I'm asking the girl, like, hey, uh, this spot, right? Can you stand you can stand here, right? And they're like, Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Are you sure? Is this so it's not taking you're not saving it for anybody? And like, no. And I'm like, Oh, oh cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know? So uh yeah, it was super easy today, like shockingly. So fantastic. Um now Chris, I know mm-hmm. there's a favorite part of visiting the parks that you have involving yes. many delicious things and i know you tried some things today i did i did i tried i tried the snogi steamed bun and i also tried the snogi donut i don't know the proper name for it but it was a donut okay but going back to the steamed bun for a minute uh it's shaped like a snogi and it has it's in four four pieces that are all bunched together to make the little snogi and they all have different flavors in them. And the head, I guess, the head of it has meat sauce, which is a weird thing that they call it here in Japan. I don't know why they call it meat sauce. I guess because that's what it is. But <laughs> it's basically like ground ground beef and ground pork. I'm not 100% sure if it's beef or pork. And like a tomato sauce. So basically kind of almost like a bolognese sauce that you put on spaghetti. Okay. So yeah, like... That was the one. And then in the middle was a salmon cream, which is actually really good. And well, I'm kind of a big fan of salmon to begin with. So I really liked it. Some people might not like it because it's fish. I don't know. But it was really tasty. It wasn't like super strong or anything like that. It was just it was nice. It's kind of like the the salmon uh, cream soup they used to sell last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And then for the two little feet... One side was strawberry cream, and the other side was sweet potato cream. Purple sweet potato. So it's kind of like a really interesting mix of like sweet and savory. So did you feel, did you feel like it went well together? It did. Um, well, like, there, it, it was made in such a way that you can actually pull it apart if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you didn't want to eat the middle part, you can pull off the other ones and just eat them and then give the other piece to someone else. Oh, great. So, that, so that's really nice. So it's not like one big big bun mm-hmm. it's like little buns stuck together so you can easily pull them apart which is nice awesome and the packaging is super cute um i, I, have, I have pictures on the website and on twitter and everything if you want to look at them and the other thing i ate was the snogi donut and it's not it wasn't really a donut in the like normal sense like you know if you go to like a coffee shop and get a donut no it was more like a it t- it was like a cake <laughs> i guess like the 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 texture of the donut was like a cake okay but in the middle had like whipped cream wow and then it had like this glaze on the top that had like patterns on it and then they had a little marshmallow snogi in the middle of it with a little chocolate face that sounds so adorable. It was really cute and it was pretty good too. It wasn't really sweet. It wasn't like it's not heavy. It's very light, like a light snack. So it was really it was really good. I really liked it. There was other stuff I wanted to try, but <laughs> I can't eat sweets all day. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to leave some stuff for next time. But they also have uh, this Olaf 
dump like Olaf dumpling basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure if it's the same as the alien dumplings, but it kind of looks like it. But it's it uh, comes on a souvenir plate that look that is shaped like Olaf, and it comes with three little dumplings, and one it's like uh, Olaf's head, his torso, and then his bottom. So you get three pieces of him to eat. Aww. It, it was a little pricey though. It was about eight hundred and fifty yen. Oh wow, that so, is how guess, big is it? It's not that big, but I guess it comes with the plates. Oh, okay. So it has a souvenir plate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was the big reason why I didn't get it because I don't really want another plate, but I really want to try it. So you can probably ask for it without the plate. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. You just say you um. That. You can say tamping. Ah, okay. I'll try that next time, see if that works. Yeah. And then there's also, what else was there? There's a, like the a souvenir cup with the N and Elsa on it and has, um, I think it was orange mousse. Oh, okay. It was the flavor, mm-hmm. which was a little odd to me. Orange mousse. That's not the first thing I think of, but I guess, you know, purple sweet potato and salmon is not another thing <laughs> you think of as well, so... <laughs> My argument doesn't stand, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is a weird combination. <laughs> it is. Um, they, they also brought back the vanilla churro, Ooh. which I didn't have this time. I had it last year. I'm not the biggest fan of churros, so I wasn't like, yay, it's back. I was just like, oh, it's back. Great. Whatever. <laughs> it's a nice, it's like a nice flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of churros. I'd rather go have dumplings or something or a steam bun full of salmon cream. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think, is that it for the, what about the goods? We didn't talk about goods yet. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be buying any of it, <laughs> but um, I saw a hoodie that was actually pretty kind of cute like if i was to buy a hoodie i guess i would buy that one Mm -hmm. it has like it it has the uh crazy patterns you know that seem to be a trend at the parks right now Mm -hmm. where it's just like over the top very colorful patterns so this um hoodie has olaf and marshmallow and snow geese and a couple other characters on it in this big pattern on the entire thing. It looks kind of nice, actually. It sounds like it's really good for the, the student days. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's who they were targeting it's with the that youth one. youth likes. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's the typical, like, the stationery, the plastic folders, um, all of the different omiyage, so, like, the cookies, marshmallows, chocolates, you know, and with all the patterns on the packaging and all that. Uh, there's there's a really nice uh, Olaf iPhone case. Mm-hmm. It was like a baby blue. Oh really? With with Olaf on it, and it kind of it's one of those oversized ones that when it closes, it folds over to like make it into a bag almost. What? Yeah. Why haven't I seen that? I didn't go shopping today. <laughs> well, you have to now. I know. Shut up. I. I specifically changed my phone so I could buy phone cases. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You, you can go buy an Olaf phone case. Yeah. Oh, you know what I saw that was super cute? I love the little Sven um, character badge. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, the character badges. I totally oh, forgot about that. And Marshmallow, because Marshmallow has a little princess crown. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's also Snow Geese as well. Yeah, and the troll, and the troll too. Yeah, so they kind of upped their game this year with the, the merchandise, adding more characters, which is which is nice. Oh, I see the phone case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this new style that you can put any size phone inside. Finally, uh. that's when you make it, huh? Right after I changed my phone. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I like the backpack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Olaf backpack, right? Yeah. It's actually kind of nice. Man, I have so many backpacks. I'm not allowed to buy any more. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. What is this? <gasps> there is like a, a candy candy container that looks like a snow globe. And it's got yep. Olaf. Oh, my gosh, Chris. Why didn't you tell me about this? I want you to find it yourself. Oh, my God. Discover oh. it for yourself. I don't have time to discover things. It's got yogurt flavor, oh. soda, and milk. Oh, I don't know. The flavors don't Those look are... that good. But the candies look super cute. Like, you can give to people that come to your house or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and there's, the, there's a new popcorn bucket as well. That popcorn uh, bucket freaks me out. I don't like it. It's an Olaf popcorn bucket, and he's, like, doing... He's sliding on his belly, it looks like. Like, he's sprawled out. It looks like he's broken his back. It looks really freaky. It's it's an interesting design. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I go to my It's kind of... Do you want it's to... It's awkward. Oh, sorry. It's, kind, it's, like, it's awkward. Yeah, it is awkward. Like, because, you know, most other popcorn buckets, they have, like, a bucket shape to them. Yeah. In some sense. It's, so this it's one creative. It's creative. Uh, it's it's Olaf, and you can put your hand in his butt to get your popcorn. It's not in his butt. It's in his. Is it in his butt? Oh, it's well because that's kind of hilarious. That, that's the only part that you can really put your hand in because he's like, like his laying. Back. He's he's laying on his belly, so I don't know. I'm telling his you, back, his butt. It's so, it's real. It's like a really weird design. It really freaks me out. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I go to my son. Do you want? Do you want that popcorn bucket? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, then we don't need it. <laughs> well, that's settled. Yes. And, oh, I like the, the goods that you can make. I like the, the Anna and Elsa version. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw those. I don't like the charm that they have on the website. I think it looks terrible. <laughs> but the other stuff looks really good. Like the inside has like little snowflake crystals or like little crystals and there's like a little key inside and like the mickey looks like little pearls and looks like a little pearl handle the lucky icons are cute the beads are cute the charm is not cute and they also have like um oh like little phone straps and stuff that you can get like personalized like leather phone straps and those look super adorable too oh yes will you go shopping for any of this stuff chris (laughs) no not even the Olaf phone strap that you can write Chris on it? No, it has got little good. snuggies. I'm going to save my money for Sweet Duffy. That's what I'm doing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going to talk about that next week. Serve, serve, yeah. Serve, serve for next week. But, oh, my gosh, Sweet Duffy. Ridiculous. Adorable. As usual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sure people are sick and tired of us talking about Anna and Elsa in Frozen. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but it's so uh. amazing. Okay, so let's, uh, what are we doing next? Well, we're going to talk about the year in review. So, 
all of the stuff that happened that was notable in 2015 at the resort. Okay. There was well, there was quite a bit of stuff that happened, so we're just going to go through the list. So, probably the biggest one is the expansion announcement. Yay! Uh, but that kind of left more questions than answers, I guess. <laughs> they announced all this stuff with concept art, like the new port in Disney Sea, and the expansion to Fantasyland and Tokyo Disneyland. And that's pretty much all we got. <laughs> and then... I think that's then, enough. That's enough, Chris. They're expanding to different lands. I know, but we don't know anything. We don't know any dates or anything like that yet. It's okay. Which is like, which is like, it's torture. And then, and then to top it all off, uh, last month, was it December that they told us that they're extending their review period? I know. So we don't know what's going on. So everyone's guess is as good as ours. Maybe <laughs> we, they're going to make an Anna and Elsa land in both Disneyland and Disney Sea, and they can connect it like the Harry Potter land in America, where you can go from Islands of Adventure to like Universal Studios, but you have to have tickets to both parks, and then you have to buy two tickets, and you spend money to travel, like using an attraction to get between the two Anna and Elsa lands. Oh, jeez. Don't give them, <laughs> them ideas. <laughs> Okay, you can go from Anna and Elsa land to Star Wars land in the Millennium Falcon with Snoggies inside. <laughs> I think we're going to edit that part out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so expansion. We don't know what's really going on except for the stuff that we just mentioned. So, cool. That's probably that's probably the biggest thing that came out of that. Um. Another notable thing was the park ticket price increases. Uh, they went from, this is just a single, like a one day adult ticket. I don't, I don't want to go through the entire list. It's on our website if you really want to check it out. Um, a one day ticket was 6,500 yen, which is probably about $60. Mm-hmm. And it increased to 6,900 yen. So... I don't know, $64, $65, which is still cheaper compared to other parks, but it's it's an increase nonetheless. I think for, so. for the average family, it can be really painful. Yeah, that's true. But it's I think for what you get, it's a really good, it's still a really good value. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for the senior annual passes. That was ouch. I'm like, really? You're going to hit the seniors with that huge increase? But that's okay. <laughs> Poor seniors. I guess, they, I guess they have money. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I, I guess a lot of them bought the annual pass. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, oh, no, too many seniors. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. So I guess if I was 70 or 80, I would buy one, too. My mother-in-law bought one. I don't think she's going <laughs> to buy one next year, but she bought one this year. She She really enjoyed it. Okay, so uh, closures. We had a couple things that closed this year. Uh, probably the bigger, the biggest one would be Mystic Rhythms, which is uh, one of our shows at Tokyo Disney Sea. I know that sadly ended. A really good show. I'm hoping it was really good. I'm hoping the new show has lots of dancers and not just lots of projections. <laughs> but yeah, that so, was so yeah. good. It was. It really was. It was a really good show. Um, thankfully it's being replaced with another show, uh, that's being debuted for the 15th anniversary. So that's nice. 
And I guess we'll see if it's worthy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It could be really interesting. So I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, and over at Tokyo Disneyland, the Lucky Nugget has closed for refurbishment. Uh, they're basically rehauling that entire area. And the Lucky Nugget is kind of like by the rivers of the by the Mark Twain boat there, that that area. Yeah. So they're at a, it's a two story restaurant or just a one story restaurant and a two story greeting or something. I can't remember the details. When does it open? But, uh, later this year in 2016. OK, cool. I think it's in the fall, I want to say. So it's gonna re the restaurant's gonna reopen, uh, refurbished, and then they're gonna have a new character greeting area. And they haven't said exactly what characters are gonna go there. Not Donald. But it's um they're kind of insinuating, I guess. Because they said it's gonna be like after the woodchucks. Yeah. So it you know, it's gonna have to be Donald. I don't see anyone else, but maybe it'll also be Huey and Dewey and Louie, who knows? I wonder. Super interesting. That, that'd be kind of cool if they did that. Mm-hmm. So we had more debuts and we had closures, so that's good. <laughs> um, to go through the list really quick, for debuts, we had uh, Frozen Fantasy last year. That was the first time it happened. Uh, we had Kring, Kring, King <laughs> Triton's concert. Does it bother which... you that King Triton doesn't move his arms in the concert? Uh, we're not going to get into that. I went again yesterday <laughs> and, and I was like, what? Did he used to move his arms? He never moved his arms, right? I don't remember. He looks really tiring. <laughs> tiring. He's <laughs> just holding his arms like up, you know? Yeah. I, I, I guess I guess that's why his arms are so big. It's always, he, he's always so angry. You know? <laughs> that's true. That's very true. So, uh, yeah, we had King Triton's concert that started at Tokyo Disney Sea, which is a, a live show that happens all day. Uh, at Disneyland, we had the Stitch Encounter, which opened, which took the place of Captain EO in Tomorrowland. Did you write, Did you go to Stitch Encounter yet? Yeah, I have. Really? Oh, oh, I didn't go yet. You haven't gone yet? No, I didn't care <laughs> enough. Oh. It's it's cute. Um, the only issue is it's only in Japanese, so there's no English. So if you don't understand Japanese, you're good. A lot of the jokes, well, pretty much everything, you're not going to understand, it, unfortunately. It's the same as Hong Kong, right? Um, sure. I don't know. So <laughs> I, I haven't been. I think it's the same. So if you go to Hong Kong, um, they have an English version as well. Oh. So if you want to experience it in English, you can experience it there. It looks cute. It looks really cute. But it's just like, you know, we've done Turtle Talk with Crush. I'm probably going to take my son like during the spring break or something. Yeah, it's worth to go at least once. Like even if you don't know Japanese, it's still fun to go. Like you can kind of get the gist of everything. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, you know, light teasing of the audience members and whatnot. And more than likely, they're not going to pick you because they, they probably know that you don't speak Japanese or can probably figure it out. So they probably won't pick you to, like out of the audience. So if you're worried about that, it probably won't happen. It could be cute. Or they, it could be funny if they pick you. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So <laughs> if you go and they do pick you, let us know. I want to know what happens. <laughs> uh, we also had the Tokyo Disneyland Electrical Parade Dreamlights Renewal. Yeah, that was nice. That was 
really nice. All the floats, the updated floats and the new floats that they added. So nice. I really liked it. That show was already amazing to begin with and it just made it even more amazing. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, and then also at Disneyland, we had the Jungle Carnival, which just opened up not that long ago, actually. I haven't gone so, yet. I feel really bad. <laughs> it's nice. It's a n- nice little area. Uh, there's shopping and it's themed to the Jungle Book, which is nice. And they, they also added a carnival game similar to the one at Disney Sea in the Arabian Coast. Mm-hmm. It's just a little carnival game. You pay, I think it's 500 yen, something like that. And you play these games and you can win either a pillow that you can only get there. You can't buy it. Or you can get a um, original pin. And there's different, uh, there's I think about five different pins that you can get. Yeah. And, and there's like a rainy day pin. Like if you go when it's raining. Mm-hmm. It's like a special so, one. So that's pretty cool. So if there's any pin collectors out there, you definitely want to check that out because you can't buy them. You have to play the game to get them. And for pins, that's a good price. You know, usually they, if you go like in the States, they cost more. So yeah, so that's pretty cool. And yeah, it's a, it's a nice area in Adventureland themed after the Jungle Book. Check it out. It's nice. And then for other debuts, <laughs> we had a bunch of shows, other shows that debuted. So we had fashionable easter at disney sea uh we had the villains world at disney sea which was the new halloween show with the villains in the world (laughs) 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 and then we had disney christmas stories at tokyo disneyland which is a really cute uh parade and then we had perfect christmas over at tokyo disney sea another brand new show so we had a lot of new shows this year which is really nice yeah, they were okay. They were pretty good, you know. I liked Fashionable Easter and Perfect Christmas in particular. I thought those were really fun. I liked Villain's World probably the most. Villain's World was really good too. I liked it. I found I found the music really catchy, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm a big fan of anything Halloween too, so it might be a little biased. <laughs> I do love Halloween, but I like Mysterious Masquerade. Oh, yeah. I, I actually watched it on YouTube a few weeks ago. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I wish I got to see that in person. I never did. Yeah. Unfortunately. You saw a little bit. Actually, we're going to talk about that soon um, at the D23 Expo, right? Yep. Um, we had the uh, more details of the Year of Wishes was released. So mm-hmm. we know, well, not more details, all the details of the Year of Wishes at Disney Sea. So. 2016 is the 15th anniversary. So we have a bunch of stuff that's starting in April and going until uh, 2017, the beginning of 2017. So we have a new show. We have um, a renewal version of Big Band Beat that's happening. Uh, We get the the brand new show that's replacing Mystic Rhythms. Uh, We get new costumes and there's going to be little, I don't know what you want to call them, not a kiosk, but like stations that you could take your like these crystal wands that you buy and you can like interact with them at the park and everything. So we have a lot of really cool stuff coming at Disney Sea. I'm excited. I like the costumes. It's going to be fun. And, and the, the, the cast calendar, the um, Tokyo Disney Resort calendar has some really good pictures. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, for Disney Sea, it's kind of cool. So they have for the 15th anniversary with the new costumes and everything. And then uh, for the month featuring Disney Sea, the different months during the year, they have like different moments in Disney Sea history, like Puerto Paradiso and all these different things. So if you're around the resort during the year and you go to like the different shops and stuff, if you see the calendar hanging, it's probably the TDR Resort calendar. Really, really cute pictures. Um, we'll probably put some of them on the website. Really great love this year's calendar can you still buy it no you can't buy it ah. you, if you um a cast member can give it to you or somebody in the company oh. can give it to you oh uh, because yeah i saw i saw it i'm like oh my god i want that i know i love it yeah <laughs> oh well such is life mm-hmm. um also this past year we had uh journeys with duffy so Duffy's 10th anniversary. So Duffy's been with us for 10 years now. <laughs> wow. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. That's a long time. That's so strange. Long time. The same amount of time that my my son has been alive. No, but Duffy has been around longer. But I guess he wasn't well, Duffy then. Yeah, he was. He was just Disney yeah. Bear, right? Yeah, that was at uh, Walt Disney no, World, wasn't it? No, 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 no. At Disney Sea. They used to Disney have Sea? him. I remember... Um, they used to have him in the American waterfront. There was no, not in the stores. He was in little carts and he was just Disney bear. And I remember thinking back then, oh, he's really cute. I want to buy him, but man, he's kind of pricey. And then later they added the name Duffy. But they had Hmm. him before he was Duffy. So he's kind of been hanging around a little bit long, for sure longer than 10 years. Because um, it was uh, a few years before my son was born. Hmm. Well, Duffy's so, been yeah. hanging out secretly. So, yeah, we had we had Duffy, the his, well his um, anniversary, which is still happening until I think March or something like that, and then it's done. Oh, so um, it's gonna be over. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's so quick. Yeah. It feels just like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like then, it just started because of the yeah, I guess with hey. the new greeting, right? It feels like that's like should have been the start. Uh, oh well, yeah, and I, uh, we also had all the uh, top three costumes that were re-released as well. Yeah, top three. I was, don't think so. That was cool. But <laughs> like we won't get into that we won't get into i that. i still think i don't know i i have a hard time believing that's the top three but whatever who knows who knows yeah. exactly what's done is done i guess um and we also had d23 expo this year so the second time it's been in japan it was really nice a lot more organized <laughs> super fun mm-hmm. i think they did a good job Really, because I remember we didn't. I didn't go last year, last last time, not last year, two years ago, and I remember seeing the lines, and it looked like a madhouse. I was like, "Oh my gosh, how are they? What's going on?" You know, there was people everywhere. It was nuts, and this year, super organized. There was like, it was like a nobody in the middle of anything the lines are really off to the side so they didn't interfere with anything so it didn't bother the other people that were like at xbre or at the parks or whatever you know so that was really cool and the event itself you know they showed it on tv did you see yeah i did i saw that it was cool we had the best event we did 
you know, I would say ours and the Broadway one was really good. The Broadway one looked really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for the event that we went to, for anyone that uh, didn't listen to our last podcast about D23, we got to go to the Tokyo Disney Resort. I can't remember what the name of the event was, but essentially they debuted the song for the year of wishes at disney sea and the costumes and the characters all came out and danced to it but before before they did that they basically took all these shows past shows and did this like what was it like a 45 minute live stage show with all these shows from different years at disney sea and it was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal i loved it i loved it so much it was like really so nice seeing like like all these shows that you remember like porto paradiso and mysterious masquerade and it was it brought back so many memories and uh you could see like a lot of people were really affected by it i i don't i mean like I, it was very emotional, but uh, like some people were like, "Wow!" They were like crying. I was like, "There was a lady because the show that had let out right before our show was our show, basically." And there was a girl like crying, and her friends like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm okay." It was so good. I'm like, "Wow, what did she see?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want what she's having. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I wasn't sobbing, but it was really, really, really nice. Like Chris said, fantastic. Yeah, we got to see like the mysterious masquerade. We got to see the bonfire dance, the bonfire dance, right? Bonfire, yes, ah, oh, it's amazing, and I love. It was so clever the way they did that stage because bonfire, if you've ever been, was like a circular stage. So, uh, and they brought back the original MCs, which is amazing, and they used the stage like in a similar way. They had it like spin because that stage can spin, and it was like it was just really clever and really funny and fantastic. Everything amazing love it it was fun it was a lot of fun i would i would do it again for sure yeah yeah definitely Definitely. if it's if it's as good as this time for sure Mm -hmm. and last on our list well this is not like huge huge news but it did cause a lot of people on twitter on facebook to talk about it was the mickey hand soap dispensers that we got at the resort this year i'm not gonna lie i still use them I do too. <laughs> I used it yesterday. <laughs> even though, even though it they are specifically set at the kids' station yeah. or you know the uh, lower the lower sink. Yeah, that's true. I still use it. No shame because because I want I want my Mickey hand soap. That's what I want. <laughs> Me too. My my son came out the other day yesterday, and he's like, "Mommy, look, look!" And I'm like, "No, sweetie, that's the men's room. I can't go inside." And he's like, no, no, look at my hand. And I'm like, oh, it's Mickey. That's right. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go wash it now. And I'm like, okay, good job. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm like, I want to do it too. So then I went to the ladies room and I washed my hands too. (laughs) (laughs) I I was actually, um, I was at the park a few weeks ago with some friends. And uh, I uh, explained to my one friend, like, you know, how to wash your hand with it. And he was trying. He just wasn't doing it right. I'm like. No, 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 no. You have to... Okay. This is how you do it when you go to the park. Because I see, I see a lot of people that just don't do it right. It's and tricky. They, they're like, they're like, oh, this is... 
like this is crap or you know whatever <laughs> what is this no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah like what is this no so what you do is when you go to it you put your hand probably like a centimeter away from touching the like where the soap actually dispenses yeah, you put it right up at the top like right up there like right up in there and then <laughs> as soon as you hear it like it makes a little sound you slowly pull your hand away yeah and it helps and that, if you have it like in a cupped motion yeah so and then when when you pull it away then you're gonna see the, the little mickey ears yeah. if you do it wrong well i don't know i don't i'm not gonna be there to help you so <laughs> Wash your hands and try See, again. Try, that's what I did. I did it like three or four times until it finally came out. And I was like, oh, I got it now. I know I know your secret machine. <laughs> <laughs> we are now experts at that. How many times did it take you to, <laughs> to make the uh... Mickey shape? Because I was literally, no, rinse. One more time, rinse. <laughs> Probably about three or four times before I got it. <laughs> There's a learning curve. A little bit. A little bit of a learning curve. Or ma- that's maybe okay. that's just us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it, if you go to the parks, make sure you try it out. Because I, I'm pretty sure they're at every washroom now, aren't they? I, I don't know. Maybe. Or pretty close. Could be. Yeah, like, oddly enough, like, when I go to the parks, there's usually, like, there's certain washrooms I hit all the time. Like, there, there's ones I just, I prefer to go to. I don't know why. I just do. I'm like, I prefer this one and this one and this one. That's it. Shorter lines. I don't bother with the other ones. Maybe. I have no idea why. So I don't know if they're in the other washrooms or not. I think so. I think the ones. They probably are. They should be because I've seen them in a bunch of them. Like, it would be weird if they left some of them out. Yeah, it's true. You know, so I think they are. Let us know. Or maybe we should just <laughs> yep. go and check all of them. We'll, we'll have like a, a checklist. <laughs> we'll have a. We'll, we'll hop bathroom to bathroom. It'll be amazing. <laughs> like a bathroom tour. Okay. So that was our year in review. So we had quite a bit of stuff that happened in the last year. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So hopefully we have more good news after once 2016 is done. <laughs> we still have quite a ways to go before that happens. I'm looking forward to the 15th anniversary at Disney Sea this year. Me too. Me too. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really nice, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. For, I'm really. I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. <laughs> All right. So, okay. what is our, what is our 101? We're gonna talk about packing list. Oh my gosh. So, what are you gonna bring to the park? It sounds so stressful. Because I know. <laughs> like, bring your suitcase. I don't know, but <laughs> so, um. I have a full list on the website, but I'm just going to kind of do a little condensed form on here. And there, there's there's links to uh, buy them online, and we tell you where to buy them in the stores and all that kind of stuff. So this is for stuff that I bring with me on a regular basis when I go to the parks. It makes my life easier. It just makes everything more comfortable. And this is just stuff that I prefer to bring. And Patricia, please jump in whenever. Okay. <laughs> um, the number one thing is the battery charger for my phone. I think pretty much everyone can agree that you pretty much need one. <laughs> it's true. When you go to the parks. Because especially especially if you're taking a lot of video, posting on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um, yeah, that battery is going to drain. 
So you you need a battery charger is what you need. Um, you can buy them pretty much everywhere. So I'm I'm sure most people probably already have it. So you probably don't need to go buy one. But if you want to, like Amazon's a good place to go. Also, we have a lot of really cute ones here. If you want to buy one here. So places like Yodabashi Camera, which you can find at most of the big touristy areas like Akihabara, Shinjuku, Shibuya, those places, they all have Yodabashi cameras um, or any electronic store really um, have like Disney themed chargers. So you can get like really cute ones that are princess themed. Uh, one I saw recently was in the shape of the canister from... Um, Monsters Inc. Oh, that's actually really cute. So yeah, it, it's the uh, little like uh, the yellow canister, mm-hmm. and on on the side, there's the little red gauge that shows you how much ener- like how much juice <laughs> is left in the battery. That's great. Which is kind of which is really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to buy one here, by all means, go for it. But make sure you have one because you do not want to be caught without a battery you know especially <laughs> a, like a if you're phone. if you're a tourist and you're using your wi-fi to get around as your map and everything you don't want to be without battery right you'll be like mm-hmm. lost so i mean i'm sure people will help you but you know you don't want to be in that situation so yeah and they ha- they come in such tiny little sizes now like i i noticed at the electronic store the stick type is like super popular that kind of shape oh yeah yeah because yeah. it easily fits in pretty mm-hmm. much everything mm-hmm so those are you nice. You can even carry a couple, mm-hmm. you know, change depending on your mood. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the other thing that I like to bring to the park is a tote bag or like a shoulder bag of some sort. I don't like bringing backpacks because I find they're a pain, especially when the crowds are heavy. Having people like brush up against your backpack all the time, it just it annoys me. So I like having a bag that I can easily flip from behind me to in front of me. So... I kind of like having that flexibility. And also, if you want to buy one in Japan, the Disney store or even at the parks do sell them. And they're constantly changing. And you can probably find your favorite character in them as well. So if you want to do that, go for it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, tote bag. And you can put all your Disney flair on it because that's what I do. I put my little Chip and Dale... Uh, character badges on there and i swap them out depending on the season or my mood or whatever so it's it's nice um for walking around the parks because you're gonna do a ton of walking um i like to bring my new balance shoes which i swear by i bought i bought a pair and love them love them love them i used to walk around the parks in like just cheap shoes and you know, halfway through the day, I just, I wanted to like rip my feet off because they hurt so much. Man, especially at Disney Sea. Let me tell you. So much you, walking. Let me tell you, ladies. Yeah, you think, oh, I'm going to go out for a date night. I'm going to go to Valentine's night or something. And you wear heels. Don't do it at Disney Sea. Or if you're going to wear the heels, uh, bring some flats because it's got so many slopes. You got lots of stairs and you're going to be in so much pain. Um, even though you'll look good. So, I mean, if you can stand it, go for it. But, you know, at least for on the way home, bring some flats so you can relax, right? But yeah, comfortable yep. shoes are important. 
Very important. And you should probably have those before you get to Japan because you probably don't want to be breaking them in during your trip. Oh, no way. Yeah. You know, like same with as anywhere. And don't forget in the summer, we have a lot of water events. So if you don't want those sneakers wet, get some sandals or something and not the fancy sandals because you don't know where that water has been, what kind of water it is. It's clean because, you know, you don't get sick from it. But, you know, it's still it might ruin your shoes. So watch out for that. Yep. And speaking of water, um, I always bring a refillable water bottle because there's tons of um, water fountains to refill your water bottle. And also there's some um, water stations at the counter restaurants that you can go in and just fill up your water bottle as well. Um, It's really nice for the summer, um, especially because if you go to the water fountains that are inside, the water is usually cold, whereas the water fountains outside depending on where they are they could be warm water and in the summer you don't really want to be drinking warm water it doesn't feel nice <laughs> um what else uh we got leisure uh, seat, plastic sheets le- leisure sheet yeah so this this one i don't know i i guess we could say it's unique to the parks here in japan i guess i don't think like, i see I, it that much in the u.s parks yeah i've seen so, like picnic blast, uh, blankets sometimes like blankets yeah but not so much so leisure sheets what they are is just basically a plastic sheet that you can buy anywhere uh you can buy an expensive one at the parks which i recommend against because you're just paying for plastic but they're so cute sit on. they've got mickey yeah. on it but I can go to Daiso, the dollar store, and get a Disney one for a hundred yen. Yeah, but so are I'd, you gonna, I'd, I'd rather just do that. Are you gonna use it again? Like, if you get the one like at TDR, like your favorite event or something like that, you're gonna keep it, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I still have my Stitch one that I bought from Daiso like two years ago. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, you know what else is good? Speaking of leisure seats, um, and I just recently got one because they're kind of like popular right now, and they haven't banned it yet. But they have like these little, like really tiny folding chairs. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Those are so good and they're so comfortable. Like if you have like a long wait. That's sitting on the ground. A lot more comfortable. Like it's a huge, huge difference. Yeah. You can't use it during the show, but while you're waiting, really, you really nice. Yeah. Or if you have like a long line, like like R2D2 <laughs> or something like that, <laughs> you could use it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So uh, these leisure sheets, what they're what they're for is like for sitting on the ground while you're waiting for a parade or something like that. So you're not sitting right on the ground. You're sitting on a nice leisure sheet. So I like to bring it, especially um, in the summer. Sometimes, like when like if it's a water show, but I, I'm going to be sitting anyway to wait for it. Like sometimes the ground is wet. You don't want to get wet, or it's been raining. And you want to sit down for a little bit. It's nice to have something dry to sit on. So it's really nice. Um, and then moving on to more plastic stuff. I like to bring a little plastic folder to put my park maps in. Because there's nothing worse than shoving your park map into your bag. And then you try and fish it out later. And you, it just comes undone. It rips and tears and everywhere. What are you that doing to your maps, Chris? I don't know. I'm terrible at it. I'm You're terrible. Like, ah! So I <laughs> use like full power. And I just turn. I just. I just get into a fit of rage and just rip it out of the bag. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. 
So I like to put mine in plastic, like little plastic folders that you can buy at any dollar store in Japan. So like Daiso. And they, they, they also sell them at the resort too, which some of them are really nice. Yeah. They always have them. It's part of the stationary stuff. So you could just get your park map or, or, you know, what other papers that you have, put them in there. Then you can put it in your bag and it'll kind of keep them all nice and tidy in your bag. So you're not ripping it out like I do. <laughs> <laughs> they used to have um, the schedule book that had like, it's specifically shaped so that you could put your park maps in it as well. And they had like little um, little sheets within the schedule book. So you could have for that year, um, all your park maps for that year inside your schedule book. Oh, as like nice. a memorial. I don't know if they still sell it or not, but it was a really good one. And it had like all the character pictures and stuff like photos of the characters. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> see it. I didn't see it this year. Maybe it sold out or, or I, I missed it or something. Yeah, who knows? Okay, so we have two more things on the list. One is uh, body wipes. Uh, again, you can buy these anywhere in Japan. You can even buy them at the convenience stores, Daiso, wherever. These are really nice, especially in the summer, because you're going to sweat crazy amounts of sweat. <laughs> so it's kind of nice if you're outside all day and you just kind of feel kind of kind of gross because you've been sweating all day. It's kind of nice to have these, these body wipes. Just kind of wipe yourself off, wipe your face, and just kind of you know feel a little bit more refreshed. So I always bring some with me. Um, I even use them like in the winter sometimes just to kind of, you know, quickly wipe my face, wipe my hands, wipe my neck, whatever. They're really nice. And especially in the summer, you can get the ones that have, I think, is it methyl or menthol or whatever it's called? Yeah, it's like really cooling. Yeah, so you can put that on your skin and it just gives you this nice cooling sensation. So that's really nice. And they have different scents. Like they have very hyper masculine scents and also very feminine scents. So. Whatever you're into, you can find a scent for it, I'm sure. Yeah, and if you got like little kids, those um, they have like the hand wipes, so good because all the time they're touching things, their 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 hands get sticky. Who knows how they got sticky? They touched food or their their drink or something. So all the time, they're so so good. So in addition to body wipes, hand wipes, huge, 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 huge. Yep, and then last on the list is a hand towel. Bring a little hand towel with you. It's nice to kind of dry your hands off, even though there are um, hand dryers at the washrooms in the parks. It's just nice to have a hand towel to wipe your hands off a little bit, or, or even to kind of wipe your face off too, especially in the summer. If you're sweating a lot, you could just wipe your face off. Everyone in Japan carries one so you're not going to look at a place if you carry one i carry one obviously and it's just really nice to have i have a nice little chippendale one that i bought from daiso like two years ago still going strong so (laughs) um and yeah that's that's pretty much it for the packing list like if you bring those things you're going to be in good shape and if you want to uh, see the full list it's all on the website i'll put link in the show notes and you can go check it out for yourself we have stuff in there specifically for like the rainy season the winter and all that all that fun stuff Whew. okay so now we're done with all the big stuff <laughs> now we have our park tips park tip tips i don't know i have no idea how many 
tips Patricia has today. <laughs> I have so many tips today. It's like never ending, I swear. Okay, so park tips. Um, I just got this message on Twitter today, actually. And um, we were talking, you know, we went to the previews today for the Gelatoni greeting. And um, I had mentioned, you know, oh, that, you know, my son um, was sitting in the kids area. And uh, one of the people on Twitter messaged me like, what? Kids area? What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's kids areas. So like, you know, some of these shows, there's a lot of people and maybe you you show up, you, if, especially if you have little kids. Little kids don't want to wait like two or three hours or whatever for a show. So you show up and you have like a kind of so-so area that you can kind of see what's going on if you're an adult. But if you're like a little kid and you're short, and you know, you, you have to, you know, you have to be holding the kid up and not above your head because you don't want to block other people. And it's pretty tough. So um, the parks have come up with this solution, not for parades, but for shows where um, a lot of the times, not every time, so you do have to ask about it, uh, there is a kid's area. So for kids that can sit by themselves, like elementary school age, they go um, like 15 minutes before the show starts, as long as you're within the show viewing area. And um, they'll go and there's like a little area where the kids are like right up front. They can see everything really well. Um, sometimes the characters will come up and give them special attention. So it's like super duper fun for them. They get to enjoy the show without waiting for hours, you know, because in some cases it can be dangerous. In the winter, it can be bad for their health because it's really cold. In the summer, it can be dangerous because of heat stroke. So it's a really, really smart solution. Um, to the problem that parents sometimes face the kids are like i want to see the show i want to see mickey but like if you're in the back you know because you know you, the kids are like oh, i don't, I don't want to wait two three hours in the sun i don't want to die and you know so um they have an opportunity to actually watch the show which is really really wonderful so uh there are kids areas so ask your cast member about uh, and, and you know same in japanese as in english kids area area same sounds the same so they'll know exactly what you're talking about and um, part two of my tip, uh, so speaking of all the things that we bring to the parks, usually I do bring a leisure seat for um, my son to sit on because he doesn't want to sit on the floor and doesn't want Gelatoni to sit on the floor because Gelatoni gets dirty and your hands, they start touching everything, so it's not good. That's how you get influenza. So um, I didn't bring the leisure seat today because I... I was in a rush. I didn't know there was going to be previews or night or not. So I didn't pack the night before. But if you don't bring a leisure seat or if you don't usually bring a leisure seat, but you're, you find yourself waiting for a show or a parade or something and you don't want to sit on the floor, what you can do is, especially with those park maps, that if you rip them out of your bag, you're like, ah, you know, use your full power. And they're kind of like, ah, oh, they're kind of crumbled. Not so pretty anymore. Um, but you can still use them. You can use them as a as like a temporary emergency leisure seat. So you can fold out. It's a pretty big size, the, the Tokyo Disney Resort um, park maps or like Today Guide. And you can unfold it and use that as like your temporary leisure seat. So that's the park tips for this episode. I know we've had a ton of tips today. So, But those are the official tips that we're giving today. Not, not official, but, you know, our tips, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's it. So uh, speaking of listener interaction, um, we also had a listener question, right, Chris? Yep. And um, it's from this guy, David Marcus. And um, he says, 
This may sound silly, but what is the etiquette on bowing at the parks? For example, when you're in line for a ride, do you bow to the cast members as you go in or is bowing done more when you're being introduced to someone? So when do you bow? Okay, so good news, David. Um, Cast members know that you're not Japanese. You don't really have to worry about it. Um, you know, in, you know, we're human beings, so human beings like to mimic other human beings. So like if somebody sticks out their hand for a handshake, you kind of like instinctively stink, stick out your hand for a handshake. If someone bows, you kind of instinctively find yourself, you know, because it's a social, it's how we relate to other people, right? So if you find yourself doing it, fine, whatever, but they're not going to get insulted if you don't bow there, you know, in the parks you wouldn't really bow that much anyway. Like there's no like formal introduction or anything. So don't worry about it. Like um, if you're if you're with someone and they're they're introducing you to somebody or something and they, you know, if it's like a formal situation, they'll, they'll tell you ahead of time like what you have to do. And, you know, like if you go to a wedding or something like that, you, they'll, you'll get instruction on what you have to do. But at the parks, it doesn't matter. You're a tourist. Um, if you if you do bow, you probably you're going to like, you know, like, bow too much or too little so I mean either way I mean they know they know that you're not Japanese so it's totally cool um and you'll be fine you know what do you think Chris yeah I think you'll be fine I'm just I was trying to think of any times where I've I've bowed at the parks specifically and I can't really think of anything like with cast members I don't think I ever have to be quite honest I have with other guests before but that was more because i accidentally bumped into them or something like that and that's more just i guess just a a general thing in japan that you just kind of do i guess but it it was it's not like a full-on bow it's more like i just nod my head a little bit like just to acknowledge like oh i'm sorry so i can't really think of any time someone would actually bow like even like the restaurant staff i don't I've like never the cast seen members, it. you know, the cast members will bow to you a lot. Yeah. Right. But you know, it, you're you're totally good. Trust me. And it's a really good question because yeah, you go to a foreign country and you don't know what what is the customs, what is the etiquette, you know. So it's a really really like fantastic question because what, what do you do, you know? But you, d- don't worry. It's it's very uh, it's very cool. They know that you're not from here, so they know that you you it's it's all right. So. That's true. Relax. It's cool. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But uh, speaking of bowing, like in Japan in general, like whenever I go back home to visit, I find myself bowing quite a bit. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, man. And, and something you don't even realize it. And somebody else will tell you that you did it. And you're like, ah, oh, no, I did it again. Yeah gosh darn it you know so it's like it's really weird it's like really weird it's like uh because you get so it's like so ingrained in daily life that you just start because it's like so human beings are so social you you pick up on things and then you start doing it without even realizing it it's really interesting but yeah bowing so hard and the kids they you know they have to they teach them in school how to bow. Yeah, there's, to, well, there's, yeah. there's different levels of bowing, right? Like, depending on level of respect and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, if you're in the service industry and stuff, they teach you how to what you're supposed to know. So, like, even Japanese have to, like, learn 
for certain social situations like they have to learn like what what is appropriate etiquette right so it's not like yeah you know you grow up out of the womb and you're like hey i can bow (laughs) (laughs) i know how to bow yeah yeah you know there's different levels so yeah even japanese people have to learn it (laughs) so all right so (laughs) what are we talking about (laughs) i don't know we kind of segue or not segue we kind of veered off to wherever i don't know i don't know where we are weird (laughs) okay so okay we can You can tell we get more and more tired as we get to the end of the podcast. Yeah. We're start, oh. start giggling. We're, talking, we're like off. Okay. So next episode, what's going on, Chris? Well, first, before we talk about the next episode, oh. um, remember the contest that we had? The Star. We have a contest. The Star yeah. Wars contest. Star Wars. Yes. So, um, you had a bunch of pam. Was it pamphlets? Uh, that's what it was, right? Yeah, it was like these attraction pamphlets that they gave out when Star Tours reopened, kind of like explaining like the new worlds and everything that you would be going to. And the design is really cool. And they were just giving them out. And my my son rode that attraction because he wanted to do all the combinations. So when they opened it, like we went through during the previews and there was no line. So we would just go over and over and over again. He'd ask for more pamphlets and you get another pamphlet. I'm like, what are we going to do with all these pamphlets? And some of them we gave away to friends, you know, and then some of them ended up in the closet and they're just like sitting there. And in Japan, you do this thing at the end of the year, like, you know, like um, in a lot of countries, they do spring cleaning. In Japan, you do end of the year cleanings, like the big house cleaning and you find all this stuff. And I found the pamphlets, and I'm like, oh, we have we still have these. And I have a bunch of them, so I'm giving away five of them. And so, uh, Chris, what's what's the announcement? So, well, David's going to be getting one for sure. And then for sure. Thanks, David. We also have a bunch of other people sent in questions as well, and we will be contacting them to get their address so we can send them all park maps. And eventually we'll be using their questions on the show as well. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night <laughs> answering questions. So um so yeah check your email if you sent us a question we'll be asking for your mailing address rather soon so we can send those pamphlets out to you okay so i think i think that does it for this episode we kind of we we ran a little long but that's okay we had a lot to go through so next time what are we going to talk about next time oh my gosh is it duffy of course we're going to talk about sweet sweet duffy (laughs) (laughs) duffy looks like he's been eating too many sweets he looks a little chubby in like the artwork for this nothing wrong against chubby people it's (laughs) just chubby bears (laughs) chubby bears are cute okay i'm just saying that duffy he looks like like you know a little different than usual so i'm like hmm this is like a new change because he looks a little bit like winnie the pooh now Mm. i don't know they're moving in that direction or what so it's kind of just kind of interesting interesting point interesting Uh, he's Looks definitely looks fluffy and cut cuttable. Cuddle. I cannot talk. What huggable and cuddly? It's like I, I combine the words. So he looks cuddable. Interesting. Yeah, he looks like he's been hitting the sweets. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. You yeah. Know. I know Gelatoni introduced him. Like you look at the little storybook, and he introduced him to like Italian sweets. So maybe that's maybe it. That's I it. know I would, I would become a little more cuddable with J Italian sweets too. Oh, goodness. Okay. But, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about Sweet Duffy. And we're probably going to talk to him about his weight problem. And then (laughs) we're going to continue our Tokyo Disney Resort 101 segment. And we're going to be talking about attractions. 
So we're going to oh, tell you. It's so fun. So we're going to talk about what the most popular attractions are, which ones you should do as soon as the park opens, which ones to get fast passes for, which ones are single rider and all that fun stuff. So make sure you check that out next Can episode. we have like a field trip, Chris, to like ride the attractions and then talk about it? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So I think, yeah, that, that does it for this episode. So. I'm your host, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. Uh, you can find us at tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter, at TDR Explorer, and also Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And if you have any questions you want us to answer on the podcast, make sure you send them to us. We love getting questions. We've been getting a lot of questions lately, so keep them coming. Um, if we don't reply right away, that just means there's a lot of emails coming in, so I can't get to them right away. So we do read them all. Don't worry, we do, and we put them into a queue. So don't worry. We will get to it eventually. Um, and yeah, so if you want to send us a question, send it to contact at tdrexplorer.com. And my always lovely co-host, Patricia... Hey guys, thanks for listening and Happy New Year to all of you. Um, and also thanks a lot for the questions. I'm looking forward to sending out those pamphlets to you ASAP. Um, yeah, see you next time and uh, keep exploring. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>